When the sun dips beneath the Santa Monica Mountains, it's time for another Death at Sunset, a Sunshine Noir radio play podcast starring Greg Santos, Atul Singh, Max Crandall, Daniel Lee Robertson, Tiffany Barabin, Aaron Coleman, Clark Kohler, Kyla Shore, Andrew Hader, Patrick Tomasia, Rob Scattergood, Brad Davis, Jim Murray, Carly Walsh, and Chris Maxwell. Music by Zach Pfeiffer with Mary Beth Kern on saxophone. Written and produced by Chris Maxwell and Brad Davis. Edited and directed by Chris Maxwell. Having been back in Los Angeles for only a week, Jack Dime is back on the beat. Back in his routine. Back to the job he loves. Back home. He had put the Ronnie Renee case behind him as much as he could, but like any good detective, he just couldn't shake the feeling of having let one get away. We find Jack with his first new case in months. A fidelity case. An L.A. privatized bread and butter. It ain't glamorous, but it's a living. Will the attack on Ronnie Renee so many months ago ever be solved? Find out on part four of Home is Where the Plate Is. To license the- and we're back. Opening day for baseball. The Dodgers play up in the Bay later tonight, and the Volcanoes are taking on the Rangers here in L.A. But the real story is the controversy surrounding now former Volcanoes GM Teresa Getz. Getz turned herself over to authorities yesterday after reports leaked that her abrupt firing earlier this week was in response to allegations that she had secretly sent death threats to Ronnie Rene Perez. This has got to be the craziest story I've ever heard. Sending death threats to your own player? I thought the Volcanoes were going to have an explosive start, but this is insane. All right, now hold on here. There's a lot to dig into. Getz held a press conference to try and clear up this ridiculously messy story, which which was interesting. Let's hear her tell it in her own words. There have been some things said about me that I will not comment on at this time. The only thing I will say is that I had no part in the attack on Ronnie Renee Perez last October. I had nothing to do with it. I know nothing about it. My priority is, and always has been, Ronnie's well-being. You will notice that she did not deny that she sent Ronnie Renee, the man she signed to a $150 million contract, multiple death threats. She just said she didn't hire the man who tried to beat him to death. What a saint. (laughs) So, do you think this affects Ronnie's game today? Mm, I can tell you in three words. I don't care. Getz is gone. Bragg steers the ship. I don't think this affects the team's overall play. What I want to know is can the Dodgers overcome their lack of depth in their lineup? Every now and again, a case comes along that requires you to dive right in. Get your feet wet and your hands dirty. This morning, I found myself in Midtown, standing in a dumpster, knee-deep in wet garbage, searching for the plastic pea stick of a pregnancy test from some dame. The schnook that hired me had slept with a woman that wasn't his wife. Now he was being blackmailed for a pregnancy he swears couldn't be his. Bingo. It's always a triumph to find the right trash bag, made even easier by the junk credit card applications contained in the same bag, and made harder by the expired raw chicken. So do you want the bad news or 
Yeah, actually, it's only bad news. Oh, God, she's actually pregnant. She is. Whether it's yours or not, we'll take a DNA test. And you can do that? Well, of course not. I'm a detective, not a doctor. Go see a medical professional. But I'll warn you, it'll cost you a little more than the hundred you still owe me. A hundred dollars? I paid you up front. You paid my fee up front. You pay my expenses when the case is complete. I told you that when I took the case. But you didn't find out if the baby is mine. I was hired to find out if she was pregnant. Now I'd hate for your wife to find out about the whole shebang over something as silly as a measly hundred dollars. Are you trying to blackmail me for being blackmailed? It's not blackmail, it's what you owe me. Well, it certainly feels like blackmail. Hey, look at it any way you want. It wouldn't be happening if you paid me. With a fresh hundred dollars in my pocket, I wandered down Western to burn off some steam. It was almost eleven, and after a hard morning's work, I thought Jerry's Cafe would be the perfect place to pregame the volcano's opening day. Oh my god. Jack Dime? The Hollywood hotshot at my bar? Somebody set up the VIP section. I've been back from Phoenix for a week. Are you going to do this every time I walk in here? For as long as I find it funny. What do you have? Make it a whiskey. I'm going to the game later. I'm going to be drinking beer all day. Oh, very nice. Did Ronnie Renee get you tickets? He did. Are you working for him again? No, we're just friends. But he got you tickets? Yeah, two tickets behind home plate. Thought I'd bring Mars. He'll get a kick out of it. Ah, yes. There's no plates like home. I bet opening day has the same magic for a 13-year-old as it does for a 48-year-old bartender. Are you mad I invited Mars instead of you, Jer? No way. This is one of our biggest days of the year. We might get a dozen people in here for the game. I took the 101 South to the 110 South, and it damn well took me almost an hour to go less than 10 miles. People were flowing in from the freeways from all directions to see their first game of the freshly minted Los Angeles Volcanoes, and their first real glimpse of Ronnie Rene Perez, in a baseball uniform. Though I no longer worked for him, Ronnie had invited me back to the clubhouse to say hello. But you may not even have to take a side. I make enemies. From what I've heard, they're close to making a decision on the plot anyway. Scott, you're a good agent. I like you, but this is my call to make. Okay, but if you do this, half the city might hate you. That would still be less than the amount of people that hate you. Well, if it isn't Jack Dime, you old so-and-so, who let you in here? They're the same people who trust you with their business decisions, Tanner. Hey, Jack, how's the arm? Yeah, still works. How's the leg? Feeling good. What did you do, Jack? You gave up the cushiest job in Hollywood. It ran its course. He's a detective, Scott. Well, if this detective needs any extra cash, I've got the Neon Dion Primetime Sanders coming into town for a charity golf tournament next weekend and could use a guy with him. I'll pass this time. All right, I'll give it to Squeaks. He's a big Falcons fan anyway. I gotta take this. Congrats on opening day, Ronnie. This is Tanner. Nope, double it. Double those numbers or I'm walking away faster than Oscar Pistorius from a cop car. Thanks again for the tickets, Ronnie. No problem at all. I'm glad you weren't busy. <laughs> hey, I'll show up to anything that's free. I knew you would. <laughs> so, have you been? Good. I've been good. Baseball has been keeping me busy, so that's good. Good! That's always where your heart was. And how have you been? Any new cases? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I wrapped up a big lucrative one this morning. Of course you did. Ronnie, hey, how you feeling? 
Good, coach. Good. Glad to hear it. So look, Ramirez has a good sinker. His changeup is inconsistent, and he likes to throw that fastball up in the zone. This ump calls the outside corner a lot, so make sure to protect the outer half of the plate. Don't try to do too much. It's your first game. There's going to be a lot of adrenaline going, so remember to breathe and have fun out there. Takahashi, let me have your ear for a second. Well, that was incredible. He's overcoaching. He's stressed out about all this get stuff. Hey, Rook, it's less than an hour before game time. I shouldn't have guests in here. Don't worry about me, Oak. I've been waiting for this since October. Just want to make sure you're focused. I don't want to end up in a collision like you and Spike. Then make sure you react when I call you off. There he is, the biggest name in sports, Ronnie Rene Perez. <laughs> Weird. I didn't think football season started for five months. Royce, come on, man. Like I said, no visitors. I own the room you're standing in. Watch your tone. Actually, Miss Rath, I should get ready for the game. Thanks for stopping by. It means a lot that you're here. Of course, Ronnie. I'm your biggest fan. We'll do lunch later this week. Maybe set up a press conference? Kick some math out there. Will do, Miss Rath. I'm going to get going as well, Ronnie. I, I should get back out there to meet up with Mars. I'll be signing some autographs over by the dugout for the kids in the stands. Bring him over. I definitely will. I'm really glad you're doing well. Thanks. Kick some ass out there. Mars, it's written on the ticket. So what do we do first? Dogs? Beers? Nachos? You're not old enough to buy beer, and they'll only sell me two at a time, so I don't know where your beer is coming from. I've drank beer before, you know. Yeah, not for me you haven't. And you won't either. Not until you're 18. Besides, I thought we'd walk down towards the field. Ronnie Renee said you should come up and say hello. Ronnie Renee asked to see me? Crazy, right? Convenient. I've been meaning to ask him about his appearance fee. I know a family in the marina with deep pockets that would pay a pretty penny for Ronnie to show up at their kid's sweet 16. Don't forget to thank him for the ticket. Of course I'm going to thank him for the ticket. I may scam kids out of their lunch money, but I always say please and thank you for it. Ah, uh, service with a smile. But seriously, I need a hot dog. It's a baseball game. And I should probably get a Ronnie Renee jersey. You know, rep the squad. Those are a little expensive. I've got enough money for a foam finger. Oh, my God. What? That guy, trying on the foam finger. Mm, okay. Stay here. Jack, where are you going? Quick strides turned into a few jogging steps before I hit my target. <laughs> that foam finger may have caught my attention, but my eyes were quickly drawn down to the dangerous curves of Marilyn Monroe. She was tattooed on the forearm of the crowbar goon who tried to put Ronnie permanently on the injured reserve. That was for Ronnie. For me, I'm going to break your arm. All right, buddy, you're out of here. Before I could attain my arm for an arm, seating security was on me like jalapenos on nachos. You broke my arm! Your arm looks fine. It got better. It was months ago. These guys are going to help me escort you off the premises. Come on. As the fraternity of muscle hauled me off, I turned back to look at Mars. 
He had already disappeared. Fellas, I didn't do anything. I watched you skip up to this gentleman and punch him in the face. I didn't skip. Those were long strides that led into a jog. Whatever you want to call it, you're still gone. I'm Jack Dime. I'm a P.I. I used to work for Ronnie Rene Perez. And I'm Pete Bishop, security for the Volcanoes. I currently work for Ronnie Rene Perez. And you're no longer welcome here, Mr. Dime. You don't understand! No, you don't understand. We don't tolerate any type of violence here at Rambo Field. I put up no further fight. Not because I couldn't best a few security guards, but because I knew that the best damn hotel chain in America was across the street. Time to check in at the Holiday Inn Express. What's up, Flatfoot? Mars, you're okay. Where are you? Keeping tabs on your foam-fingered foe. He's in the bathroom cleaning himself up. He's taking a lot of paper towels to stop his nose from bleeding. You've got a good right hook, Jack. Uh, just be careful. This guy is really dangerous. He's the one who came after Ronnie with the crowbar. Well, he doesn't have a crowbar now. Mars, I'm serious. Don't worry, I'll be fine. Have you got a way back into the stadium? Yeah, uh, I'm headed to a secret tunnel that leads to the locker room. Wait, what? Are you serious? Completely. That's awesome. <laughs> well, keep your distance, keep out of sight, and I'll call you when I'm inside. I'm 13, Jack. I know how to tail someone. I didn't know why Marilyn Monroe was at the game, but I knew it couldn't be good. If he was here to attack Ronnie again, he'd have to get to him before he took the field. 12.05 p.m., an hour out from first pitch. I hightailed it down the block and across the street to the Holiday Inn Express. Slowed it down and played it cool as I passed through the lobby, skipped the elevator bank and went straight to the stairwell. I careened down two flights to land in the basement and I entered the door marked electrics. It was a big room with only a couple of fuse boxes. The door on the other side was my ticket back into the stadium. From here, it was a straight shot between the sunken concrete slabs of support that held up the freeway. A six-minute walk that I could run in two and a half. I started to sprint. Halfway through the tunnel, I got a call. It was Mars. Hey, is everything okay? Well, Aaron, when I, I, well, I, Mars? I, Mars? The call dropped. The miraculous bar of service I had was gone, and with it, any assurance of Mars's safety. Poor kid was playing an elimination game and lacked big game experience. If anything happened to him, it would be all my fault. I had to go faster. It's times like these that you really regret those ten years you smoked, and the current twenty you've been drinking. By the time I exited the tunnel into the equipment room, I could barely breathe, but I was able to call Mars back. Yo. Mars! Uh, what happened? Are you okay? I'm a little pissed off that I lost your guy. He had a pass to get into a restricted area guarded by a real asshole. Second level between Pompeii Pizza and the volcanic nacho stand. But that leads to the clubhouse. I'll take it from here. Get yourself a hot dog, find some place to lay low. Oh, and uh, buzz the fuzz for me. I got a feeling we'll need a few sets of cuffs before the day is done. Yeah, I figured you'd say that. Marilyn had clubhouse credentials, but wasn't employed by the organization. That told me he had help on the inside. This was a hit job. Another attempt on Ronnie Rene. I had to warn him. Fortunately, the clubhouse was right down the hall. I opened the door and was surprised to see Marilyn was standing there waiting for me. Turned out he had equipment room credentials as well. Marilyn wound up and cold cocked me in the jaw. One strike, and I was out. Good afternoon, Volcanoes fans, and welcome to Rambo Field. A new chapter of baseball begins today in Los Angeles 
as the relocated Volcanoes take on the Rangers for opening day. I'm Bob Duncan. Joining me as always is Rocco Rogers. Rock, you were a Ranger for a handful of years back in your playing days, weren't you? Two seasons, in fact. It's where I set the Major League record for throwing errors in a single game. <laughs> I remember that game. What was it? One an inning? Sure was. Nine errors. Incredible stuff as always, Rock. We'll be right back with your starting lineups after this. I started to regain consciousness. With my head still ringing, I had to strain to focus my eyes. I could finally make out Marilyn standing over me. You said he wouldn't be on this detail anymore. This is the second time I've run into him today. He is done. He's here as a spectator. I don't know why he's still back here. I turned to see who he was talking to, and I locked eyes with Royce Oakwood. Great. Now he's up. What do we do with him? He's not my problem. I paid you to do a job. Take care of him. Kill him, whatever. Just get rid of him. All right, Perez is still your priority. You've got maybe 15 minutes before first pitch. Royce stormed out in a heat, so I guess that's why he didn't need to warm up. But I was still tied to a folding chair in the equipment room with a currently time-pressed Marilyn debating his next move. The smart choice was to kill me, so I had to act fast. He flipped out a blade, which meant he made up his mind. I only had one chance. I hopped up and ran directly into the wall next to me. The hinges of the chair broke, giving me mobility, but my hands were still tied to a few of the twisted aluminum bars behind my back. Round three. I like my chances. I would too, if I were you. He lunged at me with a knife. I dodged left. He lunged left, I dodged right. He took one more quick jab and I used my skull as a weapon. Incorrectly headbutting Marilyn too high, smashing the bridge of my nose and spraying blood everywhere. Marilyn doubled over. I took the moment and was able to free my hands. I moved in for the knockout, but he quickly swung his leg back, solidly connecting with my knee. I fell to the ground in agonizing pain. I could see Marilyn starting to regain himself, so I grabbed the first thing I could find. A batting helmet. Marilyn heaved toward me. I drew back and swung the helmet with all my might, clobbering him in the face with the dome of the armor. His body crashed into the bats and he was down for the count. And we're back. Joining us now in the booth is Volcano's team owner and Hockey Hall of Famer, Zane LeBlanc. Hey, boys. Great to be here with you this afternoon. Zane, I know this is a big day for you, but it's been a tumultuous week for the organization. Teresa Getz was arrested under allegations that she had sent death threats to your rising star, Ronnie Rene Perez. Would you care to comment? Obviously, I can't comment too much on an ongoing investigation, but I worked with Teresa Getz for years. I trusted Teresa, and I'm as surprised as anybody at the allegations. But most of all, I want to apologize to Ronnie Rene. I'm sorry. I know what it's like to feel alone in a new place. To be betrayed by your own organization is a nightmare I can't fathom. We're only beginning to repair the damage done. But Ronnie knows that I will always have his back. He's such a resilient kid, and I'm excited to see what he does this season. Wow, that's some real powerful stuff. And thankfully, no one got hurt. Jesus, Jack, what the hell happened to you? Doc, I need a wet towel for my face and a cortisone shot for my knee. Let's make it snappy. Whatever happened to you should see the other guy. If you want to see the other guy, he's in the equipment room. But before that, I need the towel and that cortisone. I gotta get to Ronnie before anyone else does. Jack, obviously you've got a broken nose, probably a concussion, and what could be a torn MCL. There's no telling. Just give me the damn shot, Doc! I gotta get out on a field! You're in no condition to be out on that field. I'm not 
asking you as a doctor. I'm asking you as a friend. Give me the damn shot. Fine, Jack, but then I'm calling the police. They're already on their way. What should I tell them when they get here? Tell them to meet me at home plate. You might have a little trouble getting past field security looking like this. Don't worry. I've already got a plan for that. Ladies and gentlemen, your 2021 Los Angeles Volcano! And the Volcanoes take the field. Their ace and opening day starter, Derek Wallace, takes the mound. His battery mate, Mike Michaels, behind the plate. Wallace had a record of 18-9 and nine last Hold year. Hold on there, Bob. There's a second catcher coming out of the dugout. You're right. There's a second player in catcher's gear limping out of the dugout. Also wearing Michael's jersey and not headed towards home plate. Took a right out of the dugout and is making his way down the first baseline. A curious sight, Rock, wouldn't you say? Well, I gotta agree with you there, Bob. A catcher's place is usually behind home plate. I mean, in my career, I couldn't have messed that up more than once or twice. <laughs> and our mystery catcher tackles Royce Oakland. Holy macaroni, hit him low and hard. One hell of a tackle. People are stunned. No one knows what to do. The tussle is breaking up, and, and now they're on their feet. It's still not clear who this second catcher is, but there goes his mask, and Oakland punches him in the face. That's a great right hook from Royce. Worthy of Rocky Balboa himself. Our second catcher is stumbling. He looks stunned by that shot. Oh, what a great combo from Royce. A right to the stomach, a left, and another right to the jaw, and this guy hits the floor hard. Uh-oh, this is about to get ugly. Royce Oakwood picks up a bat. A swing and a miss. Ooh, even under pressure, such a beautiful swing from Royce. Compact, natural, perfect fundamentals. Another swing, and it's a foul tip off the chest guard. Oh, you still feel those foul tips with that gear on, let me tell you. Royce has got him pinned against the wall. He's up against the ropes. Oh, and a shot to the head. Oh, but not the one you were expecting, folks. A baseball rocketed out of nowhere, beamed Oakwood in the back of the head, and dropped him like a ton of bricks. I'm pretty sure that was Ronnie Renee, Bob. That ball was thrown from center field. The strength of that arm is as advertised. And it's chaos on the diamond now. Security is flooding in from every direction. The second catcher is being taken away, and it looks like the trainers have Royce stirring. Quite a scene. And while they do that, we're going to do this. Whether you're tailgating at the ballpark or hosting the 4th of July barbecue, make sure you've got Samson beer-battered brats on your grill. The perfect summertime snack is back in a new Volcano's red and orange wrapper. Pick up a pack in your local grocer's freezer. Samson beer-battered brats. Put a wiener in your mouth. The hot shot had a hell of an arm. From center field to home plate with power and precision. That kid's going to be an all-star. The cops were already picking me up and dragging me away, finally easing the pressure on my right knee. Hey! Hey! Stop! Wait! Stop! Would you stop for a moment? Jack, why did I just knock out my teammate? He's the one who's trying to hurt you! Royce hired Marilyn Monroe! What's going on here? That, that, that's him! Get this imposter out of here! He had a second attack planned for you today, Ronnie! What the hell are you talking about? I did no such thing! He's a liar! What? Why are you standing there? Take this guy to jail. I'll decide who goes to jail. Who the hell are you? Detective Barrett, LAPD. Shayna, what are you doing here? I'm a cop, Jack. I should be here. The real question is, what are you doing here? Putting an end to this. I got you, Royce. Conspiracy to commit murder, two charges of assault with a deadly weapon, and I got your guy. I have no idea what this maniac is talking about. Oh, really? You want to tell that to your hired goon I left in the equipment room? Hired goon? Why are we still listening to this lunatic? Jack, what are you talking about? Go check the equipment room. 
I left him knocked out in a pile of bats. He's got a Marilyn Monroe tattoo on his right forearm. You heard him. Get in that clubhouse. Detain anyone you find in the equipment room. Ronnie, too. He's in on the whole thing. He hired this guy. He could have given me brain damage. You were about to beat him with a bat. It's because he attacked me. I attacked you because you set up a hit on Ronnie. Why would I do that? Because he was taking your spot. On the field and in the organization. You became an afterthought at the end of your career. That is bullshit. All right, enough. You're coming downtown with me to sort this out. Finally. I've got a game to play. Oh, no. You too, Mr. Oakwood. I'm not done looking into you yet. And now Oakwood and Ronnie Renee Perez are being escorted off the field by the police. If the volcanoes didn't have trouble before, they certainly do now. I'll tell you, secret disguises, bare-knuckle brawling, and assault with a deadly weapon, that's the kind of old-school baseball I grew up with, Bob. Gotta love America's pastime. We were all taken back to LAPD HQ to go on record. It's always odd to be back in my old stomping grounds. Maybe it's just the dirty looks I get when I walk through the halls. Strange to feel out of place somewhere I used to call home. With no formal charges brought against us, Ronnie and I made our statements and were released. I'm sorry you missed your first game. Luckily, there's 161 more. I'm sorry that guy kicked your ass again. Well... I'll let you know whenever I need tickets. <laughs> you do that. Hey, thanks for sticking with the case. Feels good to know it's over. You're welcome. Now go home and relax. Where are you going? For a drink. I could use a drink. You going to Jerry's? It's the only bar that still gives me a line of credit. People say there's no place like home, but this is a transplant city. Not everyone is from here, but most people seem happy. Maybe it's the weather, or places like Jerry's, or friends like Ronnie. I could never imagine moving, but maybe there is some other place on this earth where I'd feel right at home. Somewhere where the sidewalks are cracked and the morning rock radio is terrible. Maybe. Marilyn Monroe, real name Buck Bowen, rolled on Royce and cut a deal, leaving him with a five-year sentence and slapping Royce with ten to twenty. That left a roster spot open for Spike Sanders to be recalled from AAA. Teresa Getz got 23 months for the death threats she sent. Try saying that three times fast. The Volcanoes lost the opener, 9-3. Ronnie's debut would be pushed the next day, and the whole media circus would start back up again. Sure. 
what? Does a baseball team going to completely vacate their stadium for two and a half weeks? The Volcanoes needed it more. They're new to the city. They don't have a built-in fan base. A new stadium would have gone a long way to attract new fans. I'll be honest. I don't care about the Volcanoes. Perez is great. He's a hell of a ball player. And it was a smart move not to take sides in all of this. That's why I'll love him even more when he's a Dodger in six years. Uh, you think everyone's going to be a Dodger when their contract's up? Of course. Who doesn't want to be in L.A.? Thanks for joining us for this episode of Death at Sunset. For more information, visit deathatsunset.com or follow the show at Death at Sunset on Twitter. Please rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts and tell your friends and neighbors. I'm Brandon Black saying, remember, no matter how bright the day, no matter how thick the traffic, we'll be back next time with another Death at Sunset.